Welcome back to another episode of YouTube with the boys. Today we have a great episode on Pokimane. About a year or two ago, like a year and a half, something like that, where I realized, how do I say this kindly? I realized I had been attracting a lot of beta males. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm trying to cop a dude. But all I got are like these dishes, you know what I'm saying? No offense to those guys, but it was what it was. And I was like, what's my problem? So this was an actually really interesting episode for film me because I've always seen Pokemon on offline TV and just in other stuff hanging with Ray and Corpse and Saikuno and just I love those Among Us lobbies so I kind of interact countered her encountered her there. But I have never actually watched her content. So I decided to do it for this. And uh let's get into it. So Pokemon was almost like uh, an enigma to me. Cause like I knew she existed. Like she was like a pr a pretty large face of Twitch. So before I was exactly into Twitch that much, or really had broadened my horizons away from my normal people, I knew she existed. I just I didn't really know what she stood for, and I didn't really know what her content was like. She was also hard to miss in the sense that sadly a lot of controversies are surrounding her. So I was like, yeah, I've heard the name a few times. Pretty sure she's very popular. You know all of that. But uh, this is the, kind of like the first time that I've really got down and dirty on her watching her content. I had never really just sat down by myself and went like, man, I'm going to go watch Pokemon. So this is the first time uh, I was going to do that. I don't exactly know if she's like changed over the years or what she she has adopted. But it seems like that she has like a lot, a big range of personality. She's very adaptable, it seems, from what I've watched to her situation which is a trait I noticed almost immediately, like very, very fast. Because uh, I remember when I when I did my uh, offline TV podcast, I would talk about how she was able to kind of come with a lot of like, you know, she's not afraid to make, you know, a vulgar joke here and there. She's not afraid to like eat a bug, be with the boys, poke fun at people, all of that. I only eat this if it makes me one of the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the boys. Yeah. 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 Me, one of the boys. Michael, not one of the boys. Yeah. Uh, she she just kind of went for it a lot of the time. And uh, I don't know. Interesting. I only knew that one side of her. But then, like, I started watching her content. And when you get her, like, on her personalized side, she's kind of different depending on who she interacts with. Uh, so what I've seen is she's been playing a lot of Valorant lately. I watched a lot of her Among Us videos. And then I watched some old uh, Fortnite videos. Just kind of get an overall gist of what was going on. Now, I would say that it's like, so with her, with this certain friends and offline TV videos, I feel like a lot of the live stuff, I don't know, you kind of see her at, you know, the offline TV personality that I would describe. She's very, you know, go out there, let's do this, let's do that. I'm going to come at you with a lot of energy and all of that. Now, Fortnite, it seemed, obviously this is a few years ago, she seemed a little more cautious here. Uh, it was definitely, you could tell, it's one of those, you, it's a streamer you can tell is in front of an audience, I think. Now, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, you can tell me. In some cases, you know, knowing in front of your own audience and pandering to them is actually really good, and that's how you make an entertaining stream. In other cases, you lose some of you, the genuineness in front of it. But it it does felt feel like you 
she had a realization that she was in front of people and who she was interacting with. Because the two videos I watched, at least, which were her most popular on YouTube, uh, was her doing uh, random duos. And uh, she interacted with one older guy who called her affectionately. Yeah, one boop. <laughs> and then uh, a bit of a, a squeaker, per se, who I think was eight years old. And she interacted with him. But Ben, do you have a girlfriend? Yeah, that's the person who I was going to invite. <gasps> Oh my god, let me meet your girlfriend! You wanna meet her? Yeah, that's so cute! Well, she, she's not online. That's how I checked. I checked. That's oh why she no. can't And she's definitely very cautious, it feels like, here. Now, this is understandable only because there's just... Someone always wants to jump, it seems, on her and accuse her of something. So you can understand how you maybe got cautious over the years. But she does always seem to be having a very fun time in those videos. In the Fortnite videos I did watch, she may not be as uh, vulgar or possibly uh, poking fun as many people as she is when she's with her close friends. But she definitely seems to be having fun uh, goofing off by herself, whether, you know, commenting on things when she's on push to talk. And, you know, she like uh, un she mutes for a second and like makes a joke to chat when she's doing a bit here and there. Like, it's funny to see someone kind of laugh at what they're doing on their own, which is like, it's it's a weird thing to see because, you know, people who laugh at their own jokes, obviously, get discredited a little. But when she, you can tell when she thinks something is funny and then you're like, oh my God, like she thinks it's so funny and then that can encourage you on. I remember one bit I think she thought was hilarious was she was acting kind of like a noob and trying to jump through this uh, door that was made in Fortnite for like, I think it was like two minutes straight. And then she just turned around and walked around it. But she just thought it was so funny. <laughs> and to have that energy come across of her just messing around, goofing off, trolling and having a fun time uh, is uh, definitely something that is fun to see. Now, where do I rate her on the three types of gaming YouTubers? Because she does do primarily gaming from what I've seen from her channel and her stream. She is a gamer uh, through and through. So where would I rate her uh, there? Well, on on that, I would say, so for those who don't know, I'm going to clarify first. I have a chart with three types of gaming YouTubers slash streamers. One, we have uh, all funny, doesn't rely on skill in the game. Now, these are all equal in watchability. We have a hybrid that's kind of like okay at the game, probably above average, but also pretty funny. And then we have the full on sweat. You watch them for their high intensity gameplay. And I would say, I feel like she is very adaptable to the game, so I'll put her at the hybrid. Because at Fortnite, I mean, this was a video a long time ago, which I looked like, depending on the person, she kind of carried the eight-year-old, but with uh, a one-boob man, uh, <laughs> she uh, took was a bit uh, more on the carried side. But it seems from how she's been doing in Valorant, because I've seen a lot of clips fun into Twitter on that, I've been trying to keep up with all of that, that she's actually, uh, she's very good at that, and she's able to hold her own. I've never personally been a League fan. I have no idea what I'm watching. I wish I could have taken in that content, but I would not have understood it at all. So, continuing on, uh, it does feel like she does, her skill depends on the game, but she's always laughing and kind of trying to be a troll. Pokey is tricking someone into thinking that she is a soundboard. Oh, 
god, this is like a troll or something, isn't it? You have like a recording or something. That sounded just like, holy crap, that sounded just like her. Hello? Hello? She's gonna say the same thing in the same voice. <laughs> How is your day going? Good. <laughs> but she is able to also go serious too, which I think is a this duality of those two traits. If you're able to kind of pick a side and lean towards which way you're feeling, that can probably save, uh, at least make you able to stream a long time, I would think. Because, you know, if you're kind of stuck into this, I'm always sweating mode or I'm always memeing mode, then it may become difficult to stream for that long and put out that much content because it feels repetitive. Now, if you're able to change it up here and there, then I think you get into a very good zone where you can keep going on and on. Uh, but uh, speaking of her other videos, Among Us. So one of the main things I've kind of seen her a lot on is Among Us because I've watched a lot of the Toast Robbie toast lobbies other people when they play with jacksepticeye and pewdiepie and all of those people pokey was usually there so I, I got to see her play style a lot there without me specifically focusing on her but i just got to see her as another player which is a, a different perspective because it is different when you are watching your streamer play with someone else versus you know watching uh another streamer play with the one you usually watch so it seems that she does she wants to take an active role. She's not afraid to take charge. I think this, again, reinforces that she's more confident and more afraid, uh, you know, to go after people uh, when she's among her friends. Not go after people, but, you know, just be vocal because she knows she's in a safe space, which, you know, obviously on the Internet, people will snap back without you doing anything. So it helps know you're among friends. But uh, when Among Us, she's uh, calling people out and stuff and all of that. And uh, she seems to always like want to make the good play. But it seems she doesn't put too much stress on whether she wins or loses. Now, she definitely wants to win, I feel like. Like, you can get a sense that it's not like she's playing to lose. She's definitely playing to win and she wants to win. But it doesn't feel like this overwhelming, I would die to win. And she's a pretty good detective. When I watch Toast... I feel like, now I'm serious on this, one of the only people that I feel like always gets toast correct is Pokey. And I saw this multiple times, and I, I didn't really, I guess I thought about it, but uh, it's interesting to look at it from another perspective. When I like always watch Toast, Pokey would always call him out. Now, Toast somehow would get around it, kill her next round and win. But uh, she was, I don't know, she'd always have like, you know, an up on him when knowing that he was an imposter. She was always like, uh, one step ahead knowing where he was now he was able to take it away from there but she did seem on her feet so she definitely has some skill in among us i think that's a great game for her because it's chill she's very good at interacting with chat obviously you do not get this far in the industry without interacting with your chat and she did a great job with that one of the most interesting uh videos i saw from her was she played among us with a bunch of French streamers. J'allais dire, dire que PA, ça fait longtemps qu'il est à Vitals. Ouais, je trouve aussi. Ouais, ouais c'est vrai. Je suis pas certaine si c'est une bonne chose de... ou si le vent dans Admin va... Il me reste trois quêtes, honnêtement. Va... En fait, le truc, c'est que j'ai poncé mes quêtes un peu comme d'hab. Et ensuite, euh, j'ai spam Vitals. Et euh, depuis de là, depuis... Now, I think she grew up speaking French. I know 
She was born in Morocco, I believe, and then she moved to Canada and moved to L.A., I think. So uh, French is a language she knows very well, and uh, she was doing it with French dreamers, which is interesting. I don't know. For some reason, seeing people play like a game in a different language was jarring, per se. You're like, whoa, you have that over there, too? Uh, but no, she was like kind of entered all these strangers and kind of went for it, which is not an easy task. Uh, especially if you've received flack before, so props to her on that. But that was a really interesting video and fun to see. I like when people can change things up with like that, like flip the bar. Uh, I saw her playing a lot of new mods. She obviously strives to find what's new and what people want. The only criticism I would have to give on her Among Us videos is they feel very long. Now, I'm going to be honest, like, if a Among Us video is not too quick i kind of get bored like toasts have been getting a bit long for me too but hers were felt especially long where i felt like i was watching the full round because you kind of want uh, among his videos to kind of be and uh she seems to do a lot of uh you know her imposter rounds but a lot of it does feel a bit slow and unneeded like you see toast in his videos and i'm comparing to toast i'm just doing that because he's a uh, like the among us uh, content creator president precedent but uh, I've seen Ray also do this where they kind of like speed up at certain points. And I felt like I was missing that. There was either a jump cut or I was just waiting. So like after like, you know, the second round or the third round, I'm like, eh, I don't know if I exactly need to watch a game with the same people again. Like what's the allure to keep me watching? I, I, I needed uh, something to keep me going because I got burnt out pretty quick. So that's the only thing I would comment on her Among Us videos. Other than that, they were pretty good, you know, eye-catching. And that one, you know, the golden round, which she would kind of tease in the beginning, that was usually good. And uh, that was good content. So if you kind of shave the other stuff off, I think they would be uh, very great videos. Now, I don't uh, proceed uh, or watch her stream that much. I kind of try to tune in here and there. But her hours are actually kind of different than mine. I don't know. She's interesting in the time she streams. Because uh, I am in the U.S., so I feel like most of my streamers come on, the ones I watch personally, around, uh, I don't know, like 5 to like midnight and over. I also watch Australians too, so that makes sense. But she streams like midday, which I don't know. I've I've never really felt the need to go watch a streamer midday. I don't know. Like, I guess you would be capturing an audience, like maybe getting home from school or something. Since it seems like her audience is on the younger side. Uh, but uh, I don't know for sure. It feels so odd to me just watching a stream in the middle of the day. But, you know, whatever works. Uh, she is a, a very scheduled person. And, like, it, it, I think this would be a good transition to get into her, uh, her kind of real life. Uh, in the sense of, like, you know, outside of gaming. Some of the most interesting videos that I have seen on Pokimane have been outside of gaming. And I, I truly mean that. Like, I feel like uh, a lot of the stuff that I have seen, like, with her, I, I've related to her most when she is outside of uh, gaming. Now, let's get this out of the way. I had stumbled upon something I didn't know exist. And that was a Pokemon ASMR channel. I didn't know that was a thing. I eventually listened to it. Uh, I don't know if I'll be going back. ASMR is not my thing. I just... I guess some people like the tingles down their back. I do not. 
But I, I didn't know she was into that. I think she was really into that. There were a lot of videos on that channel, and some videos had, like, over 10 million views. So, yeah, Pokemane ASMR exists, for those who don't know. I really did not, you know. Maybe I'll uh, grace you guys with a little sneak peek. I'm sure you all really, really enjoyed that uh, as much as me, which uh, I don't know. Maybe you actually did. I don't know. ASMR is not my thing, but uh, she has a channel doing all of that. Now, she doesn't make those videos uh, anymore. I guess she lost a passion for it, but uh, she seemed to be making a lot of the time and it was just a facet of her. I had no idea existed, but uh, that is not I just wanted to clarify that is not what I'm talking about when I mean outside of gaming. So. Two very interesting uh, instances where I've seen her is I would say one was on Dr. K. And I, I found this one interesting because like, I think I possibly talked about this on one of my old, old podcasts on Dr. K. But uh, Dr. K, for those who don't know, he's a Twitch streamer who's a psychologist and he kind of, he speaks uh, with gamers and uh, other, you know, Twitch personalities and they kind of do like a therapy session online. Now, I think they don't go into the deep, 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 dark stuff. But uh, they do enough to make it interesting. And then Pokey was talking a bit about her imposter syndrome and always feeling like uh, she needed to do better and better. And uh, that was uh, something I kind of related with a lot. And uh, so it was it was impactful for me. I was like, man, like I relate with what she's saying about like, you know, her like always wanting to excel at this and maybe not appreciating what she has done. Because I do feel like, especially just the world nowadays is a move, 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 move situation. So seeing her, uh, you know, kind of speak, it felt like from the heart about, you know, her success recently and what she like felt, it, it was really humanizing. And I think that was an, an important light for me to see her in. I'm kind of... That was like the only piece of content I had actually watched of her uh, before doing this podcast. That was like a few months ago, probably like summer. But I, I watched that and I was just really interested because I saw a lot of like reflections within her drive and myself. And to see just, oh, this is a person who has like been streaming since they've been 17 and been pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and breaking down these boundaries and constantly getting judged and that it definitely, I was like, oh, oh shit, like, man, I just kind of got to reflect on how, like, you know, maybe like the public image of her versus my image. And and they say the same thing. They're like, but I, I am all of these things. Like, why do I deserve, like, why am I crying? Like, I shouldn't be crying. And then I tell them like, well, maybe you should like stop flagellating yourself and stop trying to be better. And they're like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know yeah. what that looks like. That's... That's me, Smiley. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I... Cause I mean, let, let's let's be honest. A lot of times she is picked on, uh, you know, the whole simp thing and uh, all of that and this and, you know, drama here and does she have, like, a boyfriend and she gets sexualized a lot. And that's, that's definitely a thing that exists. So when you only know about maybe controversy, like, you, or I heard about her taking down videos but didn't really know the context – I felt like I had started to form an opinion without even watching her. And I didn't know I had this opinion, but 
after watching this Dr. K stream, I was like, wow, like, man, like she's just a regular person who has been pushing hard and pushes herself super hard every day and is very scheduled and all of that. And it gave me an interesting insight into like, I don't know, the person, not the streamer. And my opinion was changed. I'm glad it was. I'm glad I kind of get to get rid of the mob mentality opinion. And the other instance that I saw that was really interesting uh, out of uh, gaming was on the Graham Stefan show. Or just Graham Stefan. I forgot which YouTube channel it was. But he is a, as a guy who focuses a lot on like financials uh, and stuff. Talks a lot about money and stock market and all of that. And he did like, uh, I think he called it millennial money. And he was uh, talking with Pokimate. And that was a really interesting one to hear about all her like management and everybody who works for her. Because I just find that stuff fascinating. Uh, that's why I, I just, I wish, I hope I could get a guest eventually for this podcast. But uh, I found it fascinating to see like all the ins and outs of her true, the scale of her operation. And she just kept pushing and acquiring more people. And I think she does, it feels like she runs a small company. And to see that side was interesting. I've never really realized uh you know an operation could be that big but i guess she is a face of twitch as i said earlier so to hear that and hear talk about the business side also reinforced that even though it's playing video games which is probably the best job ever there is a lot of uh more uh, behind the scenes that uh you know we might not see which i i didn't realize and it was really cool to see that light and, uh, you know, obviously, I'm just not going to go over the whole video. Like, go watch uh, Graham Stephan's video. It's uh, it's great. I think uh, it gives an insight into some big streamers. But uh, it was really interesting to see she was kind of running a business. And to hear her talking about streaming from a business perspective also made me respect her drive again. For a very long time, I had editors. So just people that I would commission, hey, can you make one video? And then over the years that turned into a full-time editor. And then over the years that has now become like, I need someone to manage my editors because I can't spend all that time like reviewing videos, telling people what to make videos about, reviewing thumbnails. I still have oversight on everything, so I'm in all the conversations, but I have someone else actively giving that feedback. Mm -hmm. I try to be as hands-off as possible just so I can have any sort of a <laughs> personal life or time to myself. And, and uh, I felt like it reinforced what I had felt earlier about with the Dr. K stuff and uh, all of that. And she also seems to kind of just be pushing forward in a lot of other areas. Obviously, she uh, makes merch with Alphine TV. She does her own merch, but she is also working with Cloak. So she has this business ingenuity, it seems like. For those who don't know, Cloak is a clothing brand started by uh, Jacksepticeye and uh, Markiplier, I believe. And I think she hopped on as a creative director, maybe a bit way through. And seeing her interact with them is very interesting, but it's also interesting to know she has this entrepreneurial mindset, which, you know, when she, when you realize that, like, there is a very smart brain, of someone who wants to grow and succeed behind this, all of this, it, it really makes you respect her that she's, I think she's like, what, 20, 25, 24 in doing all of this? And this is just a gamer. It's not like, you know, a world-renowned athlete or a pop star. It's a gamer doing all of this. I think that's sick. And I think that was really impressive just to see her her business and, like, where she's going, working with Cloak and this. And, you know, focusing on these things. That is all super interesting to me. And I, I hope you guys would, would enjoy it, too. 
which kind of I'm going to hit on our, our last point, wrap it up soon, but controversy. I feel like, I mean, I don't feel like Pokimane has always been wrapped up in a lot of controversy, as I mentioned at the white beginning. Since, you know, me knowing about her, she's always been wrapped up in a scandal of that. And I mean, it's tough because when you have a young audience like that, people don't know online etiquette. It's not exactly a thing taught in class, which in school, which it probably should be at this point. But, you know, it's it seems like people don't get it. That these are real people you're talking to. You know, real people that you may be uh, talking about in uh, ways that are not so safe for work. And uh, you can understand how they can make someone very uncomfortable and all of that. So if, like, she snaps back, I don't blame her. And the simp thing, yeah, I don't even care. I, I'm going to say it. I think she's been making a lot of great steps to, you know, improving her image. But uh, people talk too much. I mean, you just, I, I, tr- I try to, you know, think about this from a perspective. I'm like, let's, let's look at it objectively. Do I take a side? Do I not? Like, when I look at the facts, where I put myself? And yeah, it just seems like a lot of people do go after her for no reason. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's tough. Like, the fact that she actually put a donation cap on is just insane. Like, she has a max donation limit of $5. And when you think about that, she basically, she had the chance she was getting thousands of thousands of dollars donated more tons of money like there was always this meme about like the simp the white knight uh pokemon donator like, that was a thing and you could obviously assume that it was a big chunk of her income and she capped it at five dollars which one maybe you could see it understandable from like i'm at a point where you know i it's respectable in every way i look at it because in one, it's like uh, I am in a way like uh, I'm like uh, really financially well off and all of that. And some of the people watching me may not be so they can keep their money. Uh, they shouldn't be donating too much, which one is very res- respectable and just amazing that someone would do that. Basically rejecting money. That's the equivalent of what they're doing. And uh, the other would just kind of be like, I am proving people wrong, <laughs> like yeah, if you, like, think people donate to me too much, it's like, okay, then they won't. And she's made strides in that, and it sucks that she's tangled up with, like, the whole Fed thing. Obviously, that was a delicate situation. Because I, you know, I joined, I, like, started watching offline TV as soon as that happens. I was jarred from the start. But when things come back up, it was a delicate situation to have all of that kind of splattered online for anybody, but especially her with past controversies, it must suck, man, just to have to go over that and talk about that. And I, I could see how it's just not a fun situation. I've talked about it before, so I don't want to get back into it. But I, I think the only way just to handle all that after over and over and over again and keep on going is very respectable. And I think it's just crazy that someone is able to do that and still be successful and still keep going. Like, obviously, you took a break. But to have that drive to, you know, keep being better and persevering through all of that is just uh, deserves my utmost respect. That's what I think, basically. 
I'm trying to say with all of that. She has my respect through dealing with all of these controversies, coming through them, navigating them alone, technically, is like a... It's not like she's hiding behind a company name. It is her. It is not a brand. It is her. So it could affect her career, but it is her. So I think... I don't know. She just has my respect. That's all I'll say. Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast as of late. You guys are incredible. I am blown away. I'm trying to get someone on. You know, I want to find the uh, best uh, first person I can. So, you know, it's going to be a lot of cold calls reaching out to some YouTubers probably don't care to do a podcast for free. But I'm trying because uh, I think it'll be really cool. I think it'll be sick. And uh, I love that you guys love this without guests. And I more than appreciate it. You guys have no idea. I think it's awesome that you love it. And I will continue making it about more people you love. So thank you guys so much. Goodbye.